I'm Andy Viano, a staff writer at the Flathead Beacon. Today is Friday, May 8th, and this is our new weekly roundup of the biggest stories in Northwest Montana. If you're here because you were listening to our COVID-19 updates, welcome back and thanks for sticking with this feed. This show might evolve over time, but for today, I'll run through some of the biggest stories of the week to catch you up on anything you might have missed. Before that, a reminder that the Flathead Beacons podcasts, and indeed all of our reporting, is made possible by members of the Beacon Editors Club. Support our work and secure our future for as little as $5 per month by visiting beacon-editors-club.com. And now, the news. The state of Montana reported two new cases of coronavirus on May 7th, the first new cases in the state in four days. Montana has only 22 active cases of the virus as of May 8th, and only six Montanans remain hospitalized. Flathead County has not reported a new case of COVID-19 since April 14th and currently has no active cases. With the curve now flattened, businesses and places of assembly throughout Montana inched closer to pre-coronavirus operations this week. Restaurants and bars were allowed to open their doors on May 4th, and a number of Flathead Valley locations are now open, albeit with significant restrictions in place. Among other regulations, bars, restaurants, breweries, and distilleries must operate at 50% capacity, create six feet of space between tables, eliminate barstool seating, limit tables to no more than six people, and must close by 11.30 p.m. Elsewhere, gyms, fitness studios, gym pools, movie theaters, and museums will be allowed to reopen on May 15th. This comes after Governor Steve Bullock announced additional guidelines for Phase 1 of the state's reopening after those businesses were not originally included. Similar to bars and restaurants, locations that choose to open must operate at 50% capacity and keep patrons at least six feet apart. Gyms and fitness centers must also sanitize equipment frequently and train employees on hand-washing techniques and spotting symptoms of the virus. Group classes of 10 or fewer are allowed, but only outdoors, not inside. The May 15th openings do not include several other places of assembly, including performance venues, bowling alleys, and pools not located within a gym. Kalispell Regional Healthcare is also slowly opening back up, with a new round of medical procedures once again available to patients. The hospital began reopening for things like diagnostic testing on April 27th and announced it would resume some operational and interventional procedures this week. In addition, KRH, which had furloughed hundreds of employees since the coronavirus began, wrote on Monday that it will, quote, initiate return to work for furloughed employees as appropriate. In other coronavirus news, organizers of the Under the Big Sky Music Festival announced the 2020 edition has been canceled, one year after the Whitefish Festival debuted to rave reviews. This year's lineup was to feature Jason Isbell in the 400 unit and Tyler Childers, and organizers say they have secured most of the same artists to return in 2021. Those holding tickets to the 2020 event can hold on to them and use them next year or get a refund by visiting underthebigskyfest.com. And finally, in a bit of non-virus news, the city of Kalispell on Monday approved a water and sewer rate increase for residents 
that will go into effect this July. The increase, which will be implemented more gradually than originally proposed, will still raise the average city water bill by more than 50% over the next seven years, and sewer bills will double during that same period. The increase was requested in order to maintain and improve aging infrastructure and keep up with Kalispell's still rapid growth. I'll leave it there for today. Let me know what you think of what we're doing here by sending an email to andy at flatheadbeacon.com. As I said at the outset, this show will evolve over time, and we're always wanting to know what you want to hear. And if you're looking for something else to hear in the meantime, check out the Beacon's limited-run series on a Kalispell militia leader's mysterious disappearance called Project 7. That podcast was co-produced by me and Justin Franz, and the first four episodes are out now. You can listen to Project 7 wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week. Thank you.